0: And welcome to Heavy Pages, a Divorce Journal with Josie, your host. Today, you'll be enjoying another Topic Tuesday episode where we discuss a specific topic that has something to do with divorce. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Topic Tuesday. I hope you're enjoying these little episodes where I step away from the journal entry just to talk about other topics that have to do with divorce, but maybe are less centered around me, even though when I do talk about these topics, I still talk to you about how they relate to my situation or if they don't relate to my situation. But it is still a little bit different than reading a journal entry and then discussing that. So... Hopefully this helps by bringing insight that I have um, found in other places. So it gives us a little bit more of a range of topics to talk about. So this week we're going to discuss the five warning signs that you're losing yourself in a relationship. And I found this article on medium.com I will include a link to the article in the show notes so that you can read the whole thing. I am probably just going to pick at different parts of the article. So if you want to read the whole thing, you can find it there. All right. So with that, let's get started with five warning signs that you're losing yourself in a relationship. (laughs) Number one is that you give in to all of their demands. It says, this might be the most obvious sign of losing yourself in a relationship. In a healthy relationship, we want to make our partners happy, but we also want to be happy ourselves. This means that we don't always get what we want, but we also don't always give our partner what they want. We seek compromise. Okay, sure. I can see where... If you're always saying yes, yes, yes to them, that you're definitely not trying to look out for yourself and your well being or your opinions on things. Now, maybe you feel like, well, saying yes to everything he wants is what makes me happy. That is my happiness to be able to give them everything that they want. And sure, I could see that argument, but also I could say that that's not healthy. You need to be able to recognize that you want them to be happy, but you also have to want things. Your only want can't be for their happiness. Otherwise, you're definitely not living for yourself. You're obviously living for someone else's happiness. I don't know. Is that kind of tricky? It almost seems tricky because if you're happy that they're happy, But are you really happy? How? how? I guess I'm going to say that this one on its own isn't enough to say that you're lost in a relationship. Maybe your love language is to be a giver. And that's okay. But you just have to see what what extreme you're going to. Because everything is okay in moderation, right? So if you're just doing everything, everything, everything for them and can't even think of something you want for yourself, that's probably not healthy. All right, let's see. The next one says, your own goals and dreams have disappeared. You once dreamed of visiting every country. You wanted to start your own business. You have several thousand dollars saved towards buying your dream car, but now it's been spent on something your partner wants instead. Yikesy. Yeah, that's no good. Well, you definitely want to have a partner that is kind of on the same page with you on things that you want and hope for. And that also encourages you to go after what you want. That doesn't make you put whatever you want on the back burner for their pleasure or for their comfort. For example, in my relationship now, I love to go on vacations. I love to cruise. And my partner is not, he's a homebody. He likes to be at home. And okay, I get that. And I respect that because I have learned that if I force him to come with me because I don't want to go by myself, neither of us has a good time. I can feel his vibe. I can feel that he's not happy. And then I'm on edge and then I'm uncomfortable. And so we've come to a compromise where I will go on a trip by myself or with my daughter and he's okay staying home. And it would be nice to have him there, but I recognize that if he's there, what I imagine how I would like for him to be there is not the actual him that's there because he's just not in his comfort zone. And I accept that. And he also accepts that I like to travel. I like to go places. So he accepts that he doesn't have to go, but I'm not staying home. And it works for us. It's a compromise. I don't have to give up my traveling, and he doesn't have to give up his comfort, which I think is fair, of course, it's important as a couple that you do things together so there are small little trips or small little things that that i will plan because i know that he can go a night or two you know to a staycation you know uh, to the beach or something like that that's okay but i'm not pushing a, a 14 day cruise on him or something like that and so we understand each other and it's fair All right, the next one says, you don't remember your own likes or dislikes, opinions, etc. Have you expressed a like, dislike, or opinion lately and had a friend or relative seem surprised? Maybe they even mentioned that they thought you felt differently or that this was different from what you told them before. I can kind of relate to this one because I feel like I was becoming a parrot of my ex-husband. Like, he would say something... I would repeat it to other people. He would feel some sort of way. I would suddenly feel that some sort of way. I felt like I didn't have an identity when I was with him and that I would just kind of repeat everything he did. Not only that, and this kind of goes back to what I just discussed on the previous one about compromise and doing your own thing. In my previous relationship with my ex-husband, he was also a homebody. I know how to pick him. I know, I know. He was also a homebody and I was such an extrovert and I loved having parties and I loved having people over and I loved hanging out with people. But I became so lost in our relationship and in him that I stopped making friends. I stopped talking to my friends except for like my real core of friends. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't have parties. I was just hanging out inside my house with him. Not doing anything. And then he started to change and evolve as a person. And he wanted to go out. And then he started to make friends. And then he wanted to be social. But then I wasn't. And then he didn't like me anymore because I was what he used to be. He was seeing his self in me. And then he didn't like that. And I'm like, yo, that wasn't who I was when I met you. I just turned into a copy of you. And now you're seeing that copy of you. And you don't like it. So in retrospect, changing for him didn't help because then he ended up not liking the me, which was kind of like him. It's a little convoluted. But my point is that I get that. I realized for, you know, I never watched football until I met him. And then I became a fan of the same team that he was a fan of. I'm still a fan of them now because I learned that I liked football. And I think that the team has a great story. And I think they're colors are cool. So I still like the team. I don't follow him like I used to or anything like that. But but there were other things that I noticed that he liked and that I felt like I did because of him. But once I divorced him and started living my own life and started analyzing myself, I realized that there were things that weren't really things that I wanted. It was just me following him. So that is true that that you're losing yourself if you're starting to just parrot everything that they are saying and don't have thoughts and feelings of your own. The next one, you're unhappy but afraid to say so. Perhaps the clearest sign that you've lost yourself is when you're unhappy but afraid to say so. Ooh, this one, this one. This is something that I had talked to somebody about recently where I mentioned that I am so glad that my ex broke up with me because I wouldn't have done it. I know that I was not happy. I mean, the scale would tell me how unhappy I was because I just kept gaining and gaining weight. That was the way I was internalizing my unhappiness, but I wouldn't speak up. So I wouldn't have done it. I married through the church. I'm Catholic. I believed, believe that you know, marriage is supposed to be forever. And so there was a point in time where I wanted to break things up, but I just, I didn't want to, because I had a son and, and I had already lost myself so much that I didn't have job. I didn't have money. There were so many reasons that I would not fight for myself, fight for my happiness. And then of course I got, what is the word? I, I don't want to say settled. It's not settled. It's, I came to a place of, it wasn't acceptance either. It's resignation, maybe. I'll think of it. But I came to a spot where I said, this is my life. This is it. This is how it's going to be. And I was content with that, or I learned to live with that. And right after that happens, he decides, you know what? I'm not happy. We're breaking up. Had he done that, maybe, A year before, I would have been great, cool, let's do this. I'm over it too, great idea, let's break up. But it just so happened that I had just finally said, I'm done fighting, I'm just going to live, this is my life, I'm going to accept it, and that's that. And then he dropped this bomb. But, again, I am glad that he did because I wouldn't have done it, and I believe that we both probably would have continued to be miserable for years and years if it had not been. We just were not compatible, and that happens. And it sucks, and it's nobody's fault, but we were not, it wasn't gonna work out between us. And we could stay together for our son and everybody be miserable, or he could have the guts to say I don't want it anymore. He could have a happier life. I could suffer for a while, but then finally end up in an even happier life. And my son wouldn't have lived through you know, watching his parents be miserable and think this is what life is about. So I agree on that one. Next one says, you indulge in distractions. When you lose yourself in a relationship, you're unhappy and often feel confused, conflicted, and maybe even angry or scared. Whatever your feelings, you're unwilling to express them and unwilling to leave. So you do the only thing available to you. You distract yourself. Well, I distracted myself by eating and eating and eating because that was what I could control. So since I could control that, I would not deny myself a piece of cake or a second piece of cake or all of the soda that I wanted or anything else. And I do see that as a distraction. People might find women or men as distraction. People might find um, drinking a distraction. My distraction was eating. Eating was my distraction. And obviously that was not healthy for me. It definitely didn't help the relationship because if he was already like not happy seeing his wife keep getting fatter and fatter, which it shouldn't be about that, but we all know that sometimes it is. And That sucks, but that is the world that we live in. And so I was not helping the situation by continuing to gain weight. So I distracted myself. And do I regret it? I mean, I know that that was what I was trying to do to make myself happy. And if that's where I could find the happiness, maybe not on the scale, but certainly... At the edge of a spoon of a really yummy carrot cake, then I'm not going to beat myself up about that. That it did happen. I understand why it happened. I was able to get that under control after we broke up. I was able to make better choices, get to the gym. I didn't get too crazy. That it was so hard to come back from. So, if you analyze yourself right now and you're going through, uh, you're in a relationship and you're not sure if you're happy or not, or can you think of a distraction that you might be doing? Is there something that you say, I think I'm doing this to distract from my feelings of unhappiness, of uh, un- feeling unfulfilled? Might be something to think about. Okay, and the last one here says, What do you do if you've lost yourself? Okay, so the last one was the last one. This is now some advice. And let's see what this advice says. It says, What you do once you realize you've lost yourself in your relationship depends on what you want to do. Very true. Some people realize that they've lost themselves because their partner and the relationship itself is toxic. When they realize this, they end the relationship because they know it's not good for them. Others realize that the problem is within themselves, that they need to do some inner work, and once they do, they can have a healthy relationship with their current partner. Those people choose to do the inner work and remain in the relationship. So basically, yes, it says, you need to assess your situation and decide what you want to do. Whichever choice you make, one thing is clear, you shouldn't continue the way things are. Excellent point, excellent point. So... The next step is analyzing. Do you feel like you're just maybe too much of a people pleaser, but your relationship is a good relationship. You just are not giving yourself the value and validation you need. But otherwise, your partner is a caring person. He's a good parent. He's a good provider. There's not other things that you really feel you can complain about. Then you put in the work and you work on yourself. And then the marriage would be even better. The relationship, I don't even say marriage. The relationship would be even better once you've fixed those things about yourself. And obviously, it doesn't mean that there's a flaw in you. It just means that there's things that you could do better. We can all do better. So it's not about you know beating you down or anything like that. Now, if you realize that it is a toxic relationship, I'm not even going to go so far as to call my relationship toxic. It was just Unfulfilling and unhealthy for both of us. Uh, um, so I wouldn't call it toxic. I would just say that we were not happy. That I think, even if we both did the work, we would probably both do the work and realize that after doing the work, we were still more separate people. We were still people that at the end of doing the work on their se- ourselves would be less compatible. And that's okay. It happens. It's part of life. Um, I didn't marry him because I got pregnant, because I did get pregnant before I married him, but we didn't get married because of that, because we actually were together for probably a year or more before we officially got married After um, after I got pregnant. So I didn't want to get married just because we were going to have a baby together. But we stayed together and, of course, the dynamics change. And even though you were saying you're not getting married because of a child, it was the main reason. I I do feel, and I have said this before, that if I would not have gotten pregnant with my son, I don't think our relationship would have progressed because there were a lot of incompatibility things between us but I got pregnant so quick into our relationship that we just kind of worked all that in and we tried to do the best we could. But if there wasn't a reason to try so hard, I don't think either of us would have tried so hard and we would have walked away. So the bottom line is check out all of these points. See if any of them relate to you. They don't all have to relate to you, but they could all relate to you. And if just one relates to you, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world either. It just means analyze. Look at the whole total of your relationship and then see if what you're doing, even though you're within a healthy relationship, is an unhealthy practice and fix that so that your relationship is even better. And then if it's a bad relationship, then maybe... It's time to be strong enough to stand up for yourself and end things. Well, I hope that this uh, topic was interesting. I hope that it makes you think and maybe it helps you either end a bad relationship or build an even stronger connection with your partner. And if you have any comments, you know where to find me. I love to hear from you. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions and I guess I'm going to leave it there for now. If you want to read the full article, do check the show notes. That's where it'll be listed. And if you have any ideas for other topics you think I should touch on, let me know. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this episode. As always, thank you for spending time with me today. If you have enjoyed this episode, I ask that you consider sharing, subscribing, and rating if you haven't done so. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can send me a note at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you'd like to speak to me and share with me, you can join my Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Just send a request. And there we discuss different uh, episodes and other relevant topics. Bye for now. Have a super day. And I will catch you on the lighter side.